Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. G.I. Joe Sigma-6, code name for a highly trained special mission force. Its objective, stop Cobra, stop Cobra. Sigma-6, be a hero. G.I. Joe will turn the tide. Be a hero. Sigma-6 is on your side. Be a hero. Be the best of the best. Whenever there's a mission, G.I. Joe is there. Welcome to Knowing is Half the Podcast, the final Sigma-6 episode of the first season of Sigma six. Don't get too excited. We got 13 more of these to do. This is Zeus part two. This is not actually the end of season seven of knowing is half the podcast. Uh, we have a lot of holiday themed stuff. Season seven will actually be ending in like January where we start up new Sigma six, but for a while we're going to be going with no GI Joe, unless I can convince these two and people at home, I'm going to need your help. To do a find your fate book, I've gone back on a buying spree for Uh-oh. choose your own adventure GI Joe books from the 1980. I've got three more being shipped to me right now. I've almost completed the 20 book collection. The last three are going to cost a lot of money, though. I'm in. Anyway, I'm in. I also right. I also think that there we we don't have very long until Ray goes homeless from buying too many GI Joe toys that Channing Sherman alerted him to look I look I went on Instagram this morning this is real and there was a super seven action figure sale very very cheap these are figures that normally sell for what like 12 to 15 dollars but these were on clearance for four to five dollars or less and I may have filled the cart with a lot of things I did not need and made a very uh, a very wise purchase I think mm, okay getting okay. some figures such as Robocop um uh bruce campbell ash from army of darkness as well uh-huh. as two-headed ash from army of darkness no, that's as good. well as a six-figure gi joe set uh including this i will now that- cost a hundred thousand dollars this was a hundred and <laughs> Ray, Ray's, Ray's child is coughing in the corner papa have we <laughs> enough money for my medicine this week and ray looks at her and says not this week honey not Listen, this week if you put it, your medicine now if you put in front of me a six-figure set which is normally a hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> on clearance for twelve dollars and 99 cents yes I'm going to press end. I also bought, and this one's very exciting to me. Uh, if you remember, I believe it was the mass device miniseries where Snake Eyes gets uh, uh, in the Arctic and he's all glowing and he gets rescued by a guy on a sled. They made an action figure of the guy on the sled. And yes, it went Jeez. in my cart for purchase today. And Ugh. honestly, I think there were my, like my insulin, Papa. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you Listen, can I got a deep cut action figure that I need for my desk at work. <laughs> Thank you. No, typhus <laughs> will solve itself if you stop whining about it. <laughs> and I think like two other figures, I don't even remember what they are. <laughs> Uh, you just blacked out. I did. Well, they had action figures of like Devo from the Devo uh, video with like the yellow, you know, uh, Breaking Bad suits on and stuff. Didn't buy those, but I thought about it very, very deeply. The Devo from the Devo video <laughs> with 
the Breaking Bad suits. You, listen, you immediately know <laughs> oh what I'm talking about, or you never God. will. But or they're you the never Tivo will. suits. You know oh what I'm talking about? And the guy with the God. flower pot thing on his head, the red, like, <laughs> separated flower pot uh, survivalist cup on his head. We call uh, it that one, too. Cup, which is, uh, you know, yeah. It's, it's a very funny uh, joke about menstruation. <laughs> Every joke about menstruation is funny. Thank you. Hi, Larius. Everyone lands. My point is, is that I forgot what we were talking about, but action figures, y'all, they will, they will be my death. Papa, why did you sell my bed? Uh, I would talk trash, except I spent almost $300 at Timo, so <laughs> I can't, I can't talk I just got you spent almost three hundred dollars on Ray's cat Timo. Well, my cat Timo, that's right. <laughs> he likes the fancy toys. Look, I, <laughs> I just got a, a for uh, three dollars and ninety six cents off of the Timu website, which is w- the new Wish because Wish apparently was a terrible brand name, so they just created the exact same site again, but renamed it. Now we all love it. There it's you go. the four long posters uh, in in fabric from the haunted mansion. Of the big long uh, pictures in that first room. Oh you yeah, go in. I love them. I love them. I love them. I have a, I have I a puzzle. So I have a puzzle. Arrived. Haunted Mansion puzzle. Yeah, and so I've got all four of the long paintings uh, mm-hmm. in a very very cheap canvas uh, hanging here in the garage behind me right now. So good purchase. I'm a big fan of the Timu website. I heard it's problematic. Don't want to look into it. Well, mm-hmm. everything will kill us someday. Thank you. That's the type of defeatist attitude we need <laughs> to elect J- Donald J. Trump in 2024. <laughs> uh, anyway, Zeus part two, everybody. Sigma six. When last we left, every Joe pretty much had taken a severe loss to a giant robot who is attacking, excuse me, who is attacking Megalo City. Megalo City. Meg- Megalo City. <laughs> what? What is that from? That's the that's the Bear City theme song from a recurring bit from 15 years ago. SNL. I'm surprised you didn't get it. Well, in between all of your conversations about how much Shelley Long got the bone from staying on Cheers, it's not a surprise that you would come up with such a current reference. <laughs> that's a joke Man. for just us, and I don't care. <laughs> just us. Anyway, it's a giant robot. Uh, it's a big old force field. It's being powered by a power stone. Remember when we called it a Sigma stone for like two episodes? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <sighs> Back to being a power stone again, though. This is why you have your writers talk to each other. This is why writers' rooms are actually important. Congratulations, <laughs> WGA. Good I mean, night, everybody. WGA, I guess Gina hates unions uh, and thinks that uh, the WGA strike was worthless and bullshit. Yeah, she tells us that off off the air frequently, yeah. despite being one of the three people named who <laughs> ended the strike. Her, Adam Conover, uh, and one other person, David Slash, oh, or da- uh, David Chris Zaslav? Kaiser. David Zaslav is the third Chris person. Kaiser. Yeah, David Zaslav and Kaiser Soze. All three of them ended mm-hmm. the WGA strike. 
Yeah. Uh, despite that, I give Gina literally a hanging meatball to hit out of the park right there, and she's just staring at her cats, not interested in the uh, To be fair, I was staring at my cat because one of, of them was, was trying to attack something on the ceiling, and I was trying to figure out if it was a ghost or a bug. I love uh, that we know each other so well <laughs> that one, Ray knows when Gina is looking at the cat, even though we have no video. No video and, whatsoever. And no sound cues to suggest. You're like, oh, we didn't hear Gina go. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, come, come here, kitty. It's just dead silence, but a particular kind of silence that Ray understood. And earlier, Gina knew that she could make a joke about uh, my child, like uh, being a, a mass shooter. And I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty funny. And Ray's like, oh my god, why would you say that about an actual child? Uh, I, I felt like so. it, it was it was borderline. I thought it was running the risk. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm okay with it, but I could understand how people wouldn't be. And then Chen's yeah. like, actually, I'm beyond on board with it. I'm glad you made the joke. And I'm like, oh, all right. I like, forgot I'm, what room I was in for like one second. Excuse I'm already getting me. t-shirts made of the bit. Why not? Just, oh my God. Look forward soon <laughs> in the Knowing is Half the Podcast merch store on Public. My child, future school shooter, only available in onesies for babies. Uh, I understand that um, Dear Lord. you're not supposed to uh, put pictures of your child online. So instead, I'm going to be putting them on T-shirts and selling <laughs> them online, which I imagine um, makes it OK. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yes to all of the above. Now, when last we left the Joe team, they were all in rough shape. Uh, there were two people in a rhino that got blown up. Uh, Duke, who knows what happened to him? He was left uh, for the Wolves. Spirit and Tunnel Rat were inside the Cobra base, uh, pinned down by enemies trying to hide. And I believe two different flying uh, machines, one flown by Scarlet, one flown by High Tech. Both were shot out of the air and crashed. It is a bad time to be a member of G.I. Joe in this moment. So we have to kind of go around to all the different characters to make sure everyone's okay. Because you'll never believe this, y'all. Every member is going to be okay. Say we're going to be okay. I really thought we were going to kill Tunnel Rat here. I really had my hopes up. I mean, uh, yeah, but we'll, uh, there's a thing I have about him later. Uh, I actually have a thing about him, too. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the clip I'm looking for. Uh, the thing I'm thinking about happens late in the episode. Yeah. Well, uh, mine's right here. Ready to fight! Okay, we understand that his name is Tunnel Rat, and the lyric is Tunnel Rat Ignite, but right. uh, if you will listen with me again, I swear to God, it sounds like they're saying Porno Rat Ignite. Ready to fight! Porno Rat Ignite! And so now I can't <laughs> think Porno of Rat Ignite? Else. Is that what you thought it was? Porno Rat Ignite. Yeah, that's, and... that. I can see that. Now I'm just going to call him Porno Rat from now on because <laughs> I mean he would be a much better character. Can I can I hear that one more time? I'm not hearing what you're hearing. Really? Porno Rat Ignite. I'm hearing a hard T on that one. I'm sorry, Robert Clark Chan. I love Porno your premise. Rat I love Ignite. your bit, but reality is getting in my way right now. No, you are incorrect. Porno Rat Ignite. That being yeah, said, I'm perfectly cool. happy calling him Porno Rat. This is a bastardization of a glorious character who's shared roughly three minutes of screen time in G.I. Joe the movie, and we never saw after that. But somehow I, I'm protective of his of his uh, character. Look, look, look. Uh, we have 
Hispanic representation on the oh, show. No. So I would not worry about our diversity, my friend. In fact, I have multiple clips from this episode demonstrating such. Demonstrating diversity on this episode. The the Hispanic representation on the show. Okay. The the Mexi- the the authentic Mexican experience uh portrayed on G.I. Joe. Sigma six. Now remember, Tunnel Rat in GI Joe is actually of like mixed uh, Southeast Asian descent uh, from the melting pot of Brooklyn, New York. I believe he is Puerto Rican as well, is he not? I would have to look it up again. He may absolutely be. That is correct. But Chan, I got weird news for you here. When mm. you refer to it as Mexican heritage, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico is not. And let me look this up again. Not Mexico. Uh, it is my understanding that anyone who speaks Spanish is <laughs> Mexican. You know, you claim oh, to have no. gotten rid of Twitter, but yet here you are. You got a lot of Kirkland products in your house for someone who doesn't shop at Costco, Robert Clark Chan. That is a real specific reference, and I'm into it. I figured you would be. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Uh, we cut back to all the ninjas in the uh, in the war room. They're the only people we haven't lost. We've got Scott, you know, uh, Hawk's son, uh, which is, you know, he's very young and Hawk is very old. So who knows? Anyway. Ninja. Yeah. And we got all the ninjas. We got Kamakura Jinx and Snake Eyes. And Snake Eyes on a bike immediately, like, jumps out to go save Scarlet, which if we actually do the Scarlet Snake Eyes romance thing in the second season of this... It would be cool that he, like, doesn't even say anything. Well, not that he would say anything. Okay. Uh, but uh, he just gets on his bike and takes off to save her, even though she's 15 years old. Don't worry about that. Um, I did appreciate it. It's a common theme in season one of Sigma Six. And they went back to the well again for it here. Cobra Commander is pushing his technology too hard. Uh, and he has to keep being told by his hardworking and unappreciated QA department. This could be personal for me that you got to stop pushing it so hard or bad things will happen. It could blow up. So he's ready to like uh, uh, crush things. And he's told like, you have to pull back uh, because he's about to blow out snake eyes with the giant robot as he saves Scarlet. And, and, and they stop the laser, but that's our cold open. And then the laser is stopped because it needs 15 minutes to recharge. You could really mess up your doomsday device. If you keep, pushing him. And I do kind of like that. We keep going back to this and Cobra commander absolutely under no circumstances. will learn this lesson that makes him uh, have a lot in common with some bosses I have previously worked for before. <laughs> I, it is a solid tool, a solid storytelling device, um, you know, and, and character based uh, to have him, you know, uh, to have their machines, only have so much battery power and them constantly him Cobra commander constantly pushing it and then them having to stop so that you don't kill, you know, whoever or destroy the town before GI Joe can save it. Uh, That's one of the things that I like along with the giant robots. I still like them despite the fact that I hate literally everything else about this cartoon. (laughs) Uh, There's enough to like, I disagree. There's enough to like about it. There's plenty to be annoyed by. I think their adherence to a very faithful adaptation of the question, what if G.I. Joe was an anime 
uh, and they just decided to show you every wart. I think we've come to that conclusion whole hog at this point. Uh, they're not afraid to do very, very dumb things in the name of doing G.I. Joe the anime. No. That's what I think. Um, anyway, let's cut back to everybody else right now. Spirit is pinned down at the Cobra base. Tunnel Rat shows a moment of competence. I'm sorry, I'm sorry who? I'm sorry, porno rap. Thank you. Thank you. Shows a moment of competence. While Spirit is sort of returning fire and getting pinned down by the uh, Cobra enemies, Tunnel Rat, uh, porno rap has a PR. I'll just call him PR. He mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. Uh, gotten into like the, the vent system and found his way out of the Cobra base and into like the hangar or something. Uh, it's and- especially useful because PR is also what we refer to um, his home uh, country, of course. Uh, PR, uh, his home country of of Mexico. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was hoping you'd go there. You did. Mm -hmm, Thank you for mm -hmm. following up on the bit, Chan. You're welcome. Uh, You know, that was very solid. It was very solid. Very good. The problem is we don't laugh. Yeah. Because we're comedy people. That's not a problem. But we, we, in our gut, appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have uh, uh, laugh dysmorphia. uh, (laughs) And I I can't hear laughs. Oh, that uh, must be terrible. That must be terrible. It's yeah, difficult. That, That's why I keep trying to do comedy. Have you, have you considered yeah. therapy? Uh, no, because I do comedy. <laughs> Too anyway, real. yeah, and here's the deal. You're not wrong. Um, okay. So let's also cut over here to Duke. Duke is unconscious. Somehow he ended up on he ended up on a, a what a conveyor belt <laughs> on a crusher of machine and parts. Stab on top of a thing that is about to be crushed. Uh, or uh, yeah, it's some sort of metal press that to be turned into yeah robot parts or something. What a, what a weird, what a weird, oddly specific position to find himself in. Because last I remember, he jumped down like a hundred foot pit or something. Like who even knows? Drops ten stories out of this. He's fine. Uh, he wakes up just in time to have the, for the very fast presser to come down and gets himself out of it. I think. Uh, I believe they don't actually show us till the very end, but that's fine. Uh, high tech ends up waking up in the cockpit of his flying vehicle immediately sets off to analyze the robot and come up with a plan to defeat it. Why not uh, cut back to long range who is in, I believe the Rhino, the the street vehicle who says I was just taking a siesta. Chan, is this one of your moments of, uh, uh, of quality representation? I mean, obviously I'm okay. I was just taking a little siesta. Hi, buenos dias. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. just had to go a little bit long there, so we get the I. Yeah, there's like nine dias. of them in a row. Even after this, there's like more of them, and I I wrote, "We get it. He's Hispanic." So <laughs> I didn't remember Long Range being an original Joe, but it turns out he had a figure in 1989. He was the uh, pilot, the driver for something called the Thunderclap, which I am not familiar with this vehicle. I would have to look it up. He 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 had he's a white dude with a red reddish beard, a reddish brown beard, and he's got a really weird looking helmet. I have his file card up, so we're gonna do an impromptu know your Joe on long range right what? now. What? Yes, we are. Oh. Because I want to talk about his heritage, and I think that that's important. <laughs> Y'all didn't know it was coming. Uh, Long Range is the Thunderclap driver. His real name is Carl W. Fritz. Woof. Carl W. Fritz, ladies and wow. gentlemen. 
Uh, primary specialty, thunderclap driver, secondary specialty, artillery, birthplace. Here we go. It's the Know Your Joe game. What mm. state is long range from? I'm going to say Texas. I'm going to go Minnesota. The answer is Warwick, Rhode Island, ladies and gentlemen. Warwick he Davis? A, he is a New Englander named Carl W. Fritz. I He's say Texas. this. Because that is clearly not who this character is in Sigma Six, whatsoever. Wait, uh, I I think did anyone did anyone mention? So we've already gotten to the point where he starts saying Spanish phrases for no apparent reason, but except to remind us that he's Spanish. But did anyone play the freaking soundbite of Tunnel Rat not knowing someone's name and calling him Nature Dude? I do not recall that. Uh, yeah. It's like right before all the Spanish stuff starts happening. He's with <laughs> Sp- Spirit, right? Spirit? What's uh, his yes. name? Okay. S- Spirit. And he goes like, yo, nature dude. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, his real name is Charlie Iron Knife. So, first of all, does he not know his name? Uh, because they like at this point, it's literally right before the Spanish race. I don't know if you can find it, but literally at this point, they should be worried that this dude has brain damage. (laughs) Um, I'm looking at the G.I. Joe Thunderclap from 1989. I was, I honestly, before this moment, did not know that this vehicle existed. It's more of a playset of a giant, like howitzer cannon with two what look like sort of treaded G.I. Joe kind of tacky G.I. Joe vehicles attached to it. Maybe they're not attached. And it comes with a very, this long range figure, they did not put a lot of effort in. Uh, I'll just go ahead and put it out there in 1989. It's it's only $76 on eBay right now um, with $60 shipping. Uh, so if you want to drop $135 total, Plus tax. Uh, not a great, not, it actually, honestly, it does look like a pretty cool playset. So uh, I change all my opinions. I do not want to spend that much money on a super syphilis playset. I'm sorry, say what? I do. If you call something Thunderclap, that 100% <laughs> means that they have not gone to the health center to get uh, a penicillin shot. And they just let their syphilis get wildly out of control. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Took me a yeah, sec. Yeah. Now I understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, hey, nature dude. I- yep, there it is. Not great. It, that it, that's insane. Hey, nature dude. And it's not like oh, they're buds. They have fun nicknames for each other. I think he genuinely forgot his name, and he was just like, oh, the Native American guy. You know, uh-huh. you're, he's into nature. I'm just gonna call mm-hmm. him nature dude. I guess. Yep. That he has he has brain, he has CTE. I'm convinced. Honestly, though, uh, that was the original uh, working nickname for Ric Flair uh, <laughs> in his early NWA uh, days. So yeah, that makes sense. We got that going for us. Um, but we're not done waking people up yet because new Latino, newly minted Latino, long range, <laughs> wakes up from his siesta and is told, "Go get heavy duty." Heavy duty is a very large, very powerful man. Turns out he like injured his leg in some way and can still walk, but 
not well. So I don't know if he, I don't know exactly what happened here because he can still walk just slowly. Uh, interestingly enough, they tell them all the same. Every if you're a Joe and you could hear this, we're all going to rendezvous at the Rock. So either they mean Alcatraz or Dwayne Johnson. I'm not sure which one they're referring mm. to in 2005. It's a real, real dad joke there. Real dad joke. Um, I'm going to derail one more time because yep, yeah, that the, makes sense. Um, the radio talk is. Dare I say sensual? No, go slowly, amigo. Any slower, we'll be going backwards. Yeah, that was pretty sensual. <laughs> Not going to lie. I didn't ask for any sound polls from this episode at all. Little did I know there were 9,000 different sound polls that were good. Go slowly, amigo. Yeah. Believe I'm the only one that noticed the nature dude comment. You guys are way too forget. You're Didn't just expecting him to be an idiot, I guess. We're just expecting. Him yeah. To be- when he starts talking, I just immediately start tuning out. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> um. Then they ask the question, "What happened to Snake Eyes?" Right. He saved Scarlet. She was about to be murdered. Stepped on by a giant robot. Mm. He he left her on the top of like a a gymnasium or something. Yeah, it was real weird, and she had to jump down like I don't know, sixty feet, and was saved by landing on top of a van, which is maybe six feet. So she dropped fifty-four feet, landed on a van, and like was totally okay. Fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a superhero. That's fine. Why we even bother with the goddamn van is what I'm asking. Just land on your feet. I don't care for any of this. Uh, why not just <laughs> Why not just use the uh, the extensive Enterprises poles that just elongate from the side of the building right? and just Those let her dope. just roll down like Tomax, Tomax and Zamot. Tomax and Zamot. Don't worry about that. Look, if I ever had twin boys, I tomato and Xanax, their names would be Tomax and Zamot, and I will not hear any arguments on this. Here's I the thing. miss the them. Thing. Why does everyone else get to come back? Uh, I, I'm in, not in entirely sure that you're joking uh i definitely am not entirely sure that i am not joking dude you both name, named your kids weird things i don't think anyone's joking here what do, mean, what do you mean name our kids weird things i understand chan went from a ghostbusters ref but uh uh my kid is not had does not have a weird name you went for a harry potter reference you're saying ghostbusters is a weirder reference than Gina, I don't oh. think that's what we did. I think it worked out that way. <laughs> oh. When you have a child that comes to you on the day of the eclipse no. and you name them Luna after the lunar eclipse that was occurring when you got the phone call that they would be joining your family, no. it's a heck of a lot less weird than all yeah, that. Deeply meaningful sort of sentiment there. Uh, honestly, very it. deeply meaningful. We didn't go for a Luna Lovegood reference nor a luna princess luna freya reference from final fantasy 15 we actually went with something deeply impactful and meaningful in the moment but you to you if i have a child i'm gonna name them spaghetti sandwich that sounds very jersey (laughs) I, i guess i approve uh you sure you don't want to call them uh uh baloney i'm sorry taylor Please. Ta- oh, yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah. and that then people be like is this after taylor served or taylor lautner and i would be like taylor ham bitch it's like lunch meat, it's lunch meat. <laughs> uh, keep it real though we all know if gina had a kid regardless of gender and their name would be christopher columbus 
Tina, you're you're, so, where are you celebrating? Ita- uh, where are you Italian celebrating hero. Columbus Day this year? I know you're celebrating. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm just glad you're finally admitting it. In previous years, you were uncomfortable admitting it, even though we all knew. <laughs> it's the one day people get to appreciate Italians. <laughs> we could appreciate, uh, you know, uh, indigenous people, given that it's Indigenous People's Day now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Why do you hate nature dudes, Gina? <laughs> Yo, oh, nature no. dude. Yeah, oh, no. There's no coming back from that. This, I'm sorry. Right. I wish in the moment that, that, that he had not answered him. And then he would have been like, hey, I'm talking to you. And he'd be like, no, you're fucking not talking to me. <laughs> and then like, and then Tony Rat would be like, we're about to die. And he'd be like, yeah, I don't care. I'm not talking to you until you remember my name. <laughs> I, you know what? Spirit is principled. He might do that. Yeah. It's a character moment. I can't uh, believe he responded to nature, dude. I, I think at this point he's done with the bullshit. He just wants to get out away from him. You know what <laughs> I'm yeah, saying? He, any, like people keep getting paired up with tunnel rat. Uh, at Sorry, some who? point, I would, I would. Uh, she means porno rat, Chan. Yeah, oh, porno rat. At some point, I would just be like, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not being paired with this person anymore. I'm so, just not." Let me just ask this question, Gina. Have you ever been out on a date with someone and you were so uncomfortable you were just ready to just say whatever to get out of that date? Uh, I mean, mm. I usually make the most, uh, most of dates, even if like. Even if, you know, like, even if they're not, like, I can make most things fun, even if I know I'm never going on a second date. Uh, Gina, I'm ordering two lobsters <laughs> Ippolito. <laughs> Duo lobster Ippolito. I mean, considering the fact that I've probably paid for more dates than I have had paid for, just because I always, I'm just like, eh, whatever, I got it. Because uh, you're always I, dating 22-year-old. Yeah, you're dating 22-year-old comedy dudes, and you're wondering why you're paying. I've I've also gone on a couple about? of one-off dates with lawyers. Uh, they're just not <laughs> worth talking about. But yeah, I do remember like the one I've only been on like two like, you know, like dating app dates because I, I download them for a day and then delete them because I realize they're terrible. But I I do remember like meeting up with a dude who like texted me like, oh, I'm in the bar. I'm wearing a floral hat. And I almost turned around. <laughs> Uh, I want to hear more about this hat because that sounds like a pretty cool guy. He was he was very boring. <laughs> I'm just from Chan. Do you remember this? You remember this period of time? It lasted for like three months where Gina was dating like a bunch of normies, and it, <laughs> and she was not interested by a single one of them. Do you remember no, that? I, I forgot I, about this period of time. No, I go through phases. Uh, uh, I go through phases. I mean, depending on who I met, like I met a lawyer at a at a party uh, who like then asked me out. Uh, yeah, I go through phases of 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 you know like saying saying yes and then and then deciding that I hate every human being on the planet and then not dating for a year. <laughs> Gina goes through phases like La Luna, which, as we all know, is Spanish for. <laughs> The character from Harry Potter. <laughs> God damn it. I was really hoping you'd do the exact bit that you did, and then you did. And I had to reward you with laughter. Because I didn't hear it. I respect the game. I respect the game. That was phenomenal. Um, anyway, so robot is going to a place. I couldn't like this is all made up shit. So Cobra so they're like, 
Cobra Commander's like, take him to this one place in this fictional city. Like, we would all know that what he's talking about, right? You know, he could have said, like, downtown. He's just like, take I don't. Even, do you even have a sound pole for this? I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. I don't, uh, he says, know. we're going to a place. And they're like, great. It'll take him 15 minutes to walk to that place. That's how much time we need to recharge the Power Stone. At this point, we cut back to Zartan, who's on this flying ship. And I'll be honest, this one got me because Zartan's flying around. And he's doing a whole scene. And then out of nowhere, Spirit and Tunnel Rats show up because, and I remembered afterwards, they found a back door into the hangar. So they must have gotten on this ship from the Cobra base before it took off. And then they completely neutralize somehow this giant <laughs> warship in the air that has all of three people running it. Seems uh, like a design I mean, flaw to me. It's probably got some some robot slaves in the underbelly. Yeah, if nobody can press a button of the two uh, uh, Guild of Calamitous Intent uh, phone jockeys and Zartan, who get immediately overrun with, with severe aggression, I would point out. Uh, it was honestly a pretty cool moment, and Tunnel Rat doesn't, um, Porno Rat doesn't get uh, <laughs> cool moments on the show. So uh, I just let it pass because I'm like, you know what? Spirit is, Spirit's dragging this guy with him and he's going to make something cool happen. Uh, there's a, there's a weird bit where, uh, like the, the idea is that Duke isn't there. And so their team cohesion is broken down. Scarlet's trying to uh, keep them all together, but she's just a girl. So they just all God start talking all over each other. Together. Look, Scott can hold down the fort here while we get to the rendezvous site. Even if we get to that robot, how is it going to bust through a shield? I'm with Kamakura. Who makes that thing proud? Nothing can stop this in the Listen, I want... It feels like um, like a good idea that just comes off so strange in execution. Yeah, I mean, look, Linda Yaccarino proved that women can be capable leaders. <laughs> I think you mean Diane Feinstein. Oh wow! On the day she passed away, Gina, this is uh, this is uh, the new low. Topical, <laughs> even it'll for be you. topical in thirty Up years the story, when the aliens guys. find this podcast and use it to resurrect humanity. We'll resurrect <laughs> Diane Feinstein first. First, she was yeah, truly right. one of the best of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so no, they'll, it'll be like in uh, in uh, in the movie AI when they find Haley Joel Osment and they're like, "Hey, we're like alien, like we're like." super super far into the future beings and we like want to see what earth was like a bajillion years ago they'll find this podcast listen to every episode and they'll be like all right i guess first of all every other person every day put on their finest suit and killed themselves second of all all they ate were meatballs taylor ham sandwiches and spaghetti sandwiches Mm -hmm. uh and a lot I'm of people hoping- had brain damage and there were very confusing shows that one man <laughs> named Ray did not understand. Uh, I hope I dropped enough clues so that they know that uh, they could like find a ramen spoon and get my DNA off of it so that they can clone me and I can explain all of this to them. You guys, 
the big mystery that came out of this uh, uh, obviously true story is they would have had to be members of our Patreon to get every episode. Oh, like super evolved versions of our patrons. Yeah. Which patron is the ninja (laughs) alien? That's what I want to know. One of you is an alien from the far future hiding as a human. I'm not trying to name names, but Channing Sherman, I'm looking right at you, sir. I mean, we can hope it's Channing Sherman because he he seems very very enlightened. Uh, uh, That's not not a knock on any of our other any of our other Patreon subscribers, but but they're definitely way worse options for a futuristic alien because like, I mean, honestly, I feel like some of them uh, have like ill intent. I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, they seem they seem in 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 the movie AI, the uh-huh. in the documentary AI, <laughs> yep, they seemed yep. pretty benevolent. Mm. I mean, there's hyper evolved, but like they could have hyper evolved into like s- real super dicks, like the the super most uh, dicks. The, you guys, most... you guys got to watch Gen V. I do not. I do not. <laughs> I still have a season of For All Mankind to uh, to get to, so I'm going to be doing that for a while. Also, Taskmaster and Great British Bake Off are all happening right now. It is a great time to love British shit. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. I like all of the above. I'm looking right now to try to figure out which one of these people it is. I just don't know. Uh, it, it could be any of them. Look, it would just help us out. Aliens listening to this show mm-hmm. can you just go on our patreon and just send me a little message that's just it's me that's mm-hmm. all you don't need that doesn't even necessarily mean anything about anything just so i know which one of you is the secret alien i'm telling you now if you're listening to this and you do that there will be ray will spill the beans and there will be scientists at your door ready to dissect you within two but, hours hold on this is not an alf situation <laughs> It does feel a little ETE. I don't want. I don't want to lie. Um, yeah, you're right. You probably shouldn't do that. But if you do, I just want to know. I just look. I'm here, a stranger in this universe, just trying to find answers while I'm here. This would help me a lot. Mm. Mm. GI Joe will return after these messages. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Take your main cobra! Wake you meet Slaughter's Marauders! Slaughter's Marauders camouflage, they can't be seen! But you better believe they're me, they're me! There's me, and Spirit, and Footloose, on the attack! Slaughter's Marauders to the rescue! Hey, this! No, no! Nobody beats G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe, Slaughter's Marauders! Equalizer, Armadillo and Bleach, figures sold separately! Nobody beats G.I. Joe! Yo, Joe! Back to G.I. Joe. Meanwhile, high tech has figured out the robot. I don't know how. 
I don't know in a crashed airplane how he had the technology to do this, but he figures out if we pick a spot sort of in his armpit and we all shoot the same spot at the same time for a length of time, the shields will be overwhelmed and uh, the shields, the power will fluctuate. The shields will drop and that will allow us to take a shot at the power stone, blow it up and take out this robot. I do not understand why that was not the plan at the beginning. Well, he needed uh, time. He had to figure it out, right? He, he had, had to figure, figure out where out. the weak spot was. Wasn't he scanning it to look for the weak spot, like it, like the Death Star, except the it happens to be in the, the armpit? The big, shiny gem that is powering the whole fucking thing. <laughs> he had to scan it. He had to scan it. Yeah, yeah that's what they tried, Chad. It, it didn't work. Balls. Oh, that's the weakest part. He had a force field. It didn't work. They showed you. This is like how Batman is armored on the yellow Batman symbol. And that's where everybody shoots. Is to focus on one point instead of just all over the goddamn shield until it breaks, which is what you do when you have a goddamn shield. Look, can I go back to the Batman reference for a sec? Because his, his deal is he puts armor only in the Batman logo on his chest and then paints it bright yellow on his black suit, assuming that literally every thug, criminal, everybody he's ever met has perfect aim <laughs> and will hit him directly on that spot. I'm just starting to question world's greatest detective. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's the world's greatest detective, not the world's greatest survive a bullet wound. Oh, I mean, but shit. it works. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Anyway, he says, we only have one shot at this. Do not miss uh, your chance to blow. Uh, also, he says, get ready to attack in 8.2 minutes. I, what, a, what an asshole. Uh, eight, no. Look, there are, there are certain tropes in science fiction and whatnot, and, and certainly like rendering everything in metric because we live in a country where the metric system is science fiction uh, or uh, rendering things in a digital way uh, that is sort of unnatural is, is normal in a 1950s, you know, uh, uh, pulp magazine, you would expect someone to say 8.2 minutes as if you're going to break down your 60 second increments, um, into a uh, base 10 all of a sudden for some God forsaken reason. Why would you do that? Uh, but it just is so goddamn chintzy. Like, no, I can't even imagine that children in the early two thousands would have been into this sort of thing. Yeah. Every part of this was upsetting. Like I understand that as a character, he doesn't always know how to communicate his big brain ideas to the commons. Oh, is but, this supposed to be like, oh, I'm autistic, so uh, this is how we talk? I I want to say yes, but maybe that's giving them too much credit for a characterization. Um, 8.2 minutes, though. He says in 8.2 minutes, and everybody else is like, yeah, man, okay, got it. No, I don't got it. What the fuck are you talking about? How about you count the seconds down to eight minutes and then give me an eight-minute blast? That would help me. If only these military people had some specific form of timekeeping that they yeah, use. Sadly, they don't. Uh, that they could, uh, but no. Yeah. Anyway, so we cut back to Zartan's ship has been uh, uh, landed. Spirit and porno rap 
have come out and they say, we're going to blow up Zartan's ship. Now, they don't actually say if Zartan is still on board the ship when they blow it up. I honestly, I think I, I did. Yeah, I go ahead, Chan, sorry. lost track of this entire yeah. uh, storyline. There is uh, a way to do tons of characters in different places all coming together in one place. Uh, that uh, That is known as uh, Reclaim Detroit, the Vampire the Masquerade audio oh, drama, no. where wow. you can listen to it in five parts with five characters sharing the same day, interacting with each other as the people come and go, and then all ending in the same point. That's called great writing. Anyway, you can find that sort of um, comic book. Oh, if you're not aware, Chan, you can go to VampireDetroit.com and listen to the whole podcast. Gina, you've listened to it. What do you think? Uh, Detroit, Motor City, Vampires. I didn't didn't think you actually listened to it until you said that, where you clearly (laughs) displayed understanding. (laughs) Nailed all of the particulars. (laughs) No stone unturned as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, uh, we're told everybody go get set up. Uh, somehow we all have to shoot from certain angles as if that matters. <sighs> Why does it matter? It, the angles shouldn't matter if they're all hitting the same spot. Am I, am I, do I just not understand military tactics? I mean, I think you clearly you don't. Probably- Ask your wife about that if uh, <laughs> the angles matter. You know what? I did actually before this show, and she said it's a Harry Potter reference. Don't worry about that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I don't um, know why and- you'd be transphobic in your sex play, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chad. Sometimes the bedroom gets out of hand. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, this is the most problematic episode we've ever done. Um, <laughs> I feel it? like if we went I back think, and listened to yeah, some more I'm pretty sure you can find you can find more. Yeah, get, join our Patreon to find the more problematic yeah. episodes. I'll be honest, guys, that doesn't make me feel any better. Listen, I've been telling you guys to re-listen to them for years and edit out anything that I say that might stop mm. me from running for president. No. Gina, we put it on a Patreon. What more do you want from us? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking like I probably said the N word several times. You should probably do something about that. I I mean, to be fair, you're half of the only one of us allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. It is a bad look, though. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, I don't care. (laughs) Canceling. That just means more free time. I can play more Civ 6. Shit, man. Let's go. Chan, it's time to get into Starfield. Let's go. Come on. I don't do consoles. I've got a Switch. Does it run on a Switch? A Switch is a console. What are you talking about? You can play Skyrim on Switch. I'm just saying. Oh, no, I know that. We have Skyrim. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, that's a great game. It's, it's too much for me. That's for my partner. You know what you could play? You could play Octopath Traveler, a game I worked on that's a one of the best JRPGs I've ever played. Never heard of it. Is it? Uh, it is Detroit. It's it's reclaimed Detroit. You can find it on VampireDetroit.com. No, uh, Octopath Traveler is a JRPG. It was made a few years ago because I worked on it. It's from Square Enix, and it is. Um, it's got a wonderful visual style that is a sixteen bit two D sort of layout, but with advanced graphics that puts it in three D. And it's it's excellent. 
Um, I'll be honest, like you don't hear me often shill for the stuff I'm working on. Except Maybe when you, you do. do all the time. <laughs> yeah, except I, I do. Shut up. Uh, the point is, uh, I stand behind that game. It's one of my favorite JR. It's maybe my favorite JRPG of all time. So look, I fucking love Square. So I'm, I'm, I won't ever say a bad thing about them. Well, I mean, they hired me. That would be a bad thing to say about them. You know what? That's <laughs> mistakes were made. I'm not saying they're mistakes perfect. Are made. I'm not saying any bad things about them. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, if you like, if you like JRPGs, and I think you do, it might be a game you would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Anyway, uh, uh, G.I. Joe is setting up to fight the robot. And they give us so many different classic anime shots. You've got Scarlet on the building with her hair flowing as the giant robot. Robot, robot, robot. is in robot. the... Don't worry about that. I fucked up. Don't worry about that. Uh, the the robot giant... is coming. Call the robot, please. <laughs> What's a robot? Um... Yeah, and they've got her standing on the building in like a silhouette with her hair flowing as the robot is uh, behind her. And I'm just like, God damn, they went for every like cliched anime shot in this one little mini montage. And I liked it. I liked it. I liked all these shots. I like 1990s anime. What can I tell you? Yeah, I didn't hate that part. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate it. And they all fire. They all shoot at the same time. And we're all just like, okay, shields are working, shields are working. But all their weapons start overheating, which I thought they kind of set up reasonably well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the shield is too strong. Does it fucking didn't... Scarlet just have a pistol? She does. That is a real a... dick move. But it's a pistol with an advanced five times the power ammo thing. Right. Uh, so what you're saying is that this entire time she could have had five times the power, but fucking uh, high tech just forgot to press the button to do that. No, high tech invented that on the car ride over. <laughs> uh huh. Is that so? I he think that's just, honestly what he did. He couldn't have just spent fucking 10 minutes on a break at some point um, doing that. Chan, you clearly have never had ADHD before. You need to have a deadline in order to get something done. Mm. That's you know how what? it works. I'm I'm gonna let this one go because I I feel that yeah. I feel that real hard sometimes. Yeah, uh, Snake Eyes takes this moment though to jump his hover bike into the yeah. air. Drama queen, yeah. all episode long. Where is Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes is gone. Where is Sensei? Our masters disappeared. Bitch is just waiting, just like wait a minute. How much time am I gonna left? Right, I'm gonna finish my cigarette, and that- I mean I could jump out at any point and just stab this thing through the heart. Eh, I'm just gonna wait. Uh, listen, I'm. It's well established that I want there to be more sex on this child's cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I was hoping that this would be the moment that, like, Snake Eyes, you know, like first of all, he he sort he almost gets Scarlet killed in this episode. But like when she's sort of in a bind and he's like rushing to her, I was like, oh shit, this is the moment where like they're gonna get it on. Where they are going to, yeah. like, to like he is, he, like robot. she was like, oh no, like I'm really screwed here. She's like getting overwhelmed a little bit, and you just see him like he doesn't even tell his students that he's leaving. He just like goes, and I was like, oh shit, he's going to to fucking like save his lady love. And then instead, he like almost gets her killed. She rolls under a car, and then like is just like, damn, dude, all right, and he's gone. So I was like, okay, at some point. He's going to leap out 
like, you know, like when everyone is like talking and she's getting overwhelmed again. And I was like, come on, dude, this is your chance to pork her. Didn't happen. And the world is a darker place for it. Uh, yeah. So he, he jumps through at the moment when the shield cracks for a millisecond and he slices through it with a sword, which I'm again, not exactly sure that's how it works, but okay. He was using the, uh, whatever technique with the, uh, the log from a couple episodes ago. Okay. Now, you know what? That's a fine callback. Snake Eyes famously uses an Uzi, so he could have shot his way to crack the shield, then pushed through with the sword, and it would have kind of been an amazing moment as he finishes the shield by himself that was down to like 1%. They could have done that, chose not to. Instead, he just jumps through and cuts his way physically through this force field, gets himself on the robot, and then Using finds the himself special inside. move that we established episodes uh, ago as a callback and actual legitimately well-written thing. No, I didn't like that. Um, okay. But he's now on board the robot, which is great. Cobra commander's like, all right, I'm done playing Zeus robot fire every single missile and decimate all of New York city. It's real. Now this is happening. Mm. It turns out that spud, the dog spuds mm. McKenzie. Mm. The robot evolving dog invented Mm -hmm. by Scott Hawk. I don't know his, you know, Scott Abernathy, I guess is his name. Yeah. Where the fuck is Hawk, by the way? There's this taunting taunting moment where like, like Cobra Commander is like, you want to end up like Hawk, bitch? And I was like, oh, yeah. What? what? We don't visit him. We don't write. We just leave him in the hospital with a broken spine and forget about him. His kid never did him. Look, Dude's Rick- just enjoying his lemon jello 24-7. And look, I'm just going to say right now, being turned into a mutant abomination takes a while to recover from, Gina. <laughs> Does it, though? I feel like that's something that most of us have gone through in our teen years. I mean, some of us never recover. <laughs> mm, fair point. Yeah. So... Snake Eyes runs in there and he tries to help out Spud the dog who looks into Snake Eyes's visor and goes, I know you. I'm going to override my programming. I'm going to laser all the missiles and somehow uh, Snake Eyes is going to throw a shuriken that drops the entire Liberty Prime robot. Uh, I... Just want to take a moment for all of us to appreciate the shot of the dog <laughs> as he stares at uh, uh, Snake Eyes. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful image. It looks like the uh, picture of that cat. Remember that meme of that cat where uh, it, it does like the uh, dramatic zoom? The cat turns and goes, ah! It's exactly what this dog oh, looks I like. Oh, I do. I do. And yes, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I like that. How uh, does it go I again, will... Jan? What's the noise again? Whoosh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe that is for a cat treat commercial. Is uh-huh, it? Uh-huh. It oh, is to me. It's real to uh, me, damn it. <laughs> I had a screenshot of it, but I forgot I uh uh logged out, so I can't I can't get it to you. I really dislike the whole I throw one shuriken on the inside of the robot and the entire thing crumples into a heap against a building. The entirety of uh, genre cinema would collapse if that were taken away from us. If you can't destroy the lead alien ship and have the entire fleet uh, disintegrate immediately afterwards, uh, what are we even doing here? You're going to gold bloom me, aren't you? I mean, when do I not? Yeah. Can't fight it. You know why I can't fight it? It's gold bloom. Yeah. Too strong. Forget it, Jake. It's gold bloom. And Spud is reunited with Scott, who useless Kamakura and useless Jinx, who were babysitters this entire two-episode saga. What a effing joke. Look, y'all don't like Kamakura. I like Kamakura. Y'all are indifferent to Jinx. I'm also indifferent to Jinx. I'm indifferent Um, to both of them. They they deserved better. Maybe. Anyway, they deliver Scott back to the reunification with his robot dog. And I meant to care. Oh, and- oh, no, I do want to do this real quick uh, before. Um, I believe this is the point where the lasers shoot out and destroy all the missiles and whatnot like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, they decided to let every every uh, after that bit where they were all talking all over each other and like, oh, look how naturalistic our uh, dialogue is. They give us each cast member with their own. Oh, oh boy! Reaction. Okay. That is a lot of unnecessary Oz. No, I want to hear how each of them does it. Um, they were doing it two at a time, so you got kind of a duet effect. If you uh, care about like, the craft, Chan. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to hear it, it all. Was like listening to uh, old Alice in Chains was pretty great. <laughs> uh, at this point, I got a little confused. I know that's going to be a surprise. Cobra Commander gives a transmission. That transmission says there's a power stone inside the giant robot, and I'm about to set it to implode. Uh, the robot's eye turns on to like show that it's it's projecting like it's a like a, um, like a cinema signal. paradiso or some shit. Yeah, it was cool. That that was cool. I don't. The cool is not the word that I would use. <laughs> uh, I very 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 dumb. Is a word I've, oh, uh, I, so cool. The stupid, stupidy, stupidy, stupid turn. Somewhat cool. But stupid. Fresh. Certified fresh? Rotten Tomatoes agrees. So Cobra Commander says, I'm going to make the power stone in the robot implode. And then Duke shows up for like the first time of this episode since getting almost crushed Uh and shoots a power stone in Cobra Commander's lair. But that's not the power stone that Cobra Commander was talking about. He's got a bunch of them. 
Yeah. But like, how does shooting this power stone stop Cobra Commander from using Wi-Fi to destroy the power stone in the robot? Well, it's the common trope of, uh, you know, uh, the bad guy is like, I'm going to uh, shoot this gun into this barrel of gasoline, uh, thus exploding and killing you all. And then the hero uh, takes a, a smaller barrel of gasoline and rolls it up against the villain and then blows him up with the first uh, ex- uh, exploding gasoline canister. So the second gas, the first gasoline canister, I guess, not the second. The second one is the one that the hero brought. Oh, it. God. The first one. What chance do I have? And everyone uh, cheers, and then the the giant metal puppy um, hugs its human creator. You know that old trope. Well, that's basically what happens because the power stone inside Cobra Commander's temple implodes. Uh, he shoots it. He suddenly finds himself with a a robot backpack that lets him glide. It's the thing that we saw a few episodes ago. We did. Uh, Why it suddenly just appears? He he does it like Tony Stark's Iron Man. He presses yeah. a button and it just Not appears on him. Where that shit came from? That was weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, get what they were doing. Um, there there was a setup and a payoff. Um, just the setup didn't make sense, and also the payoff didn't make sense. <laughs> but there was a setup and a payoff, so you that ignore is all that something. So MCU stole from GI Joe Sigma Six. That's what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, it checks out. Um, uh, Cobra Commander no longer has his force field because Duke shuts it down somehow, and we get the ultimate final battle: Duke versus Cobra Commander in the blowing up Cobra Temple. And they have themselves an anime fight. And what I mean by that is this is a Dragon Ball Z fight in a G.I. Joe cartoon where one of them punches the other. The other puts his arms up like an X, blocks it, and then slides 900 feet backwards. And then rushes forward and punches the other one who then slides 700 feet backwards. And they do that to each other like a couple of times. I like how much shit cobra commander talks it like in this in this fight like, i like it a lot I, I like it a lot you know i i want i want more flourishes from from the original i want more personality in my cobra commander so at some point he's like bitch how many people you think have thought they could come up against me and failed mm-hmm. and it is <laughs> cool uh first off you're not the first hot shot who thought he could take me down you're not the first th- hotshot who thought he could take me down. Okay. okay. Uh, the <laughs> the transcription says, oh, you're not the first hotshot to fucking take me down. Oh, my and God. I appreciate Better. that Better. Adobe has learned <laughs> that most of the things that I say or watch involve the F word way more than is strictly necessary. Yeah. yeah. I dig it. No notes. <laughs> You can learn something from this fucking apple. Uh, Cobra Commander ends up escaping as neither one is able to get over on the other. Uh, Cobra Commander gets into his uh, big old vehicle, flies away, and then says, I'm blowing up the base. Good luck, Duke. And the base floods. Is this this still the underwater base? Am I remembering this correctly? Yeah. Yeah. So it's flooding now. He's blowing out the base. Duke escapes by refinding his glider. 
right? Which and then also, yeah, has like underwater functions. And apparently. now has, yeah, now has a snorkel attached. Also, like at some point, Cobra, Com- Cobra Commander is like, yeah, let's do this without weapons, bitch. And then like whacks him with his staff. And I was like, I don't think you know what weapons are. Uh, I, I respect you... Cobra Commander a lot for that, for the record. Yeah, I don't think you know what a heel is. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he never drops it. Like, clearly, you know, like, he and Duke are like, yeah, no weapons, but he's still holding it. It's not like he's, like, I would have respected it if he was like, oh, sure, sure, no weapons, and, like, dropped it and then picked it up at the last second. But he's like, yeah, okay, no weapons. And, like, he's Wait still got it in his hand, and he fights with it the whole time. So it's not like like it seems like he's just like what this isn't this isn't a weapon it's just my staff. <laughs> Cobra Commander carries a sword and a staff. So he threw the sword down, said no weapons, and then beats him senseless with the staff. Yeah, that is, is good. Weapons. That is good work. Mm-hmm. I approve yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah. I I liked it a lot. I, I like look it make a Cobra lot. Commander a bigger dick is all I'm trying to say for season yeah. two. Make him. I really liked the fact that he was sort of a badass in the last two episodes. I want him to be more involved in season two of Sigma six instead of like having 15 seconds at the beginning and then 15 seconds to ruin it by pushing them too hard about two thirds of the way through the episode. Let Cobra commander get more involved. Let's see more of that personality and let him, let him thrive. That's what I want. Let Cobra commander be Cobra commander. Yeah, he's a great character. He's like the character. (laughs) I mean, really. And G.I. Joe has a million great characters, but Cobra Commander is probably the best of them all. Uh, There's a case to be made there, yeah. Yeah. And, And to be fair, I'm thinking right now, there's a lot of very good... Look, you got a you got a world where shipwreck, low light, sergeant slaughter, a blowtorch of all people, Tomax and Zaymot, Destro the Baroness exist. Even Major Blood is interesting in his own way. Oh, I miss Major Blood. Yeah, Copperhead. Copperhead has his own personality, even though he was packaged with a vehicle. Right, like these uh, Wild Weasel. Uh, holy crap! Wild Weasel was awesome. That said, Cobra Commander wears the crown, in my estimation. They did a good job with characters until The Simpsons came around and finally overtook G.I. Joe as the most characters in an animated show. There you go. If you didn't know, now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Half the what? The battle. That doesn't make any sense, dude. I'm sorry. The podcast. That makes sense. Okay, excuse me. Jesus Lost my mind God. for a second there. Are we... And that's our episode. Duke escapes, and that's all we get. At some point, uh, you were like, oh, God, this made me... T- Got a little teary-eyed knowing that we are halfway through Sigma 6 now. I did not get teary-eyed what at a shock. the end or the beginner any point of this. What a shock. I... I may have teared up a little realizing that we were only halfway through and we still had to do the same amount on the other end of this bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, that's on brand. It's my life and I don't understand why 
nobody else is on board with me here. I mean, listen, no. we co- we committed to do this for the rest of our lives. Seven years never, ago, when Ray came to us, we committed to uh, not, for better, better or worse. I mean, for richer for, or poor. For the record, <laughs> I came to Robert Clark Chan, and Robert Clark Chan came to you because I didn't know who you were. Yeah, it's. Have you ever seen the movie uh, It Follows? Oh boy! Everyone needs oh, to boy. pass the curse of of GI Joe podcast that's, on to someone else. That's the most real reference that hits the hardest of anything ever made on this show. I have not seen the movie. I know nothing about it. And yet I also agree that it is the most appropriate reference we've ever made. Uh, it's, it's a kind of neat idea. It's a cool Basically, movie. like you have sex with someone, right? And I'm on board. And they give you an STD in the form of a, a demon who will basically kill you. Like it follows you until it kills you, unless you like have sex with someone else and pass the demon Ooh, I on like to that them. Again. Okay, <laughs> and he's he's very very slow moving. Yeah, so but he's like, like he always will get there. to you eventually, but yeah. he's not in a hurry. Yeah, so like so, you got so of time like to a bone. woman has sex with a dude, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Why this demon following me?" And then she finally figures it out and goes to him, and she's like, "Yo, did you give me a demon?" And he's like, "Hey, man, like I wanted to get rid of the demon. I had to give it to you. Just have sex with someone else." And she's like, "Well, that wouldn't be right." And then like, so yeah, that's the, it's the GI Joe equivalent. Ray got it in his head to do GI Joe. It was gonna kill him unless he also roped someone else into. I guess another appropriate thing would be in the ring that you have to show the tape to someone else. It's probably more accurate. We need to show GI Joe to as many Mm. people as possible. Let them all get infected. (laughs) I like to consider that stay alive. The 2006, uh, the (laughs) ring, but for video games, I just need to know if this, uh, STD (laughs) demon was named thunderclap. Cause I feel like, (laughs) I feel like it should have been the problem though. If it kills you, doesn't it start working backwards? That's- yeah, 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 yeah. If it, I, I think that's right because there was like someone who thought they were safe and then they got killed. Because, mm. like, let's face facts: if it kills the person who last had sex, it's done. Unless morality police police start working backwards. Yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah, and there's like some debate about in the end. Like, is it still following her? Because in the distance, you do see someone slowly walking. You should watch it, Chan. I don't think I will. (laughs) Honestly, let me say right now, it has one of the biggest jump scares in movie history. Uh Uh-huh. One of the most appreciated jump scares for a movie that you're not really expecting it for. Um, And then it catches you off guard. Excellent. No, I I understand all that. What I want to know is... Um, how many adorable uh British people baking delicious oh, uh, desserts sake. does it have? Uh, and if it if the answer is um less than a dozen, I am not interested. It's uh sadly, Chan. I got bad news for you. Adorable mm-hmm. British people who bake mm-hmm. have never had sex. This only makes them more intriguing to me. Because I can identify with their plight. 
To be fair, I have had sex once. I mean, we have proof. I have a child. We did it one time. Prove that kid's <laughs> yours. I mean, he's going to grow up to be a serial killer, uh, mass shooter. So I feel like, I mean, like, yeah, that's on brand for Chance. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Gina, you've met this child. You know that's Chance. That's true. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. We are the worst people who have ever existed. <laughs> this podcast has gone on for like eight hours. Can we end it now? Yeah. Uh, there's a timer that says it clearly has not been going on for eight hours, unless you count the eight hours you failed to press the record button, Robert Clark Chan. That doesn't sound like me. Wherever Cobra strikes, wherever they attack, G.I. Joe will fight. There's no turning back. Joe is there. Sigma Six! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.